What's up guys? Welcome to Indian Markets with KR, a podcast where I talk about how the Indian indices are moving and how they might move in the future. I also talk about a few stocks and my trades. So, uh glad to see you here and let's get started. Okay guys, welcome. Now quick little note before we get started. This is uh, a bit of an interesting episode and it's quite special uh for me because this is the 100th episode of Indian Markets with KR the podcast as a whole and it's the 95th episode of uh, you know the daily series that I do and when you combine in the five basics with KR that we've done it brings it total to 100 so uh first time entering those three digits and it's really wild so just wanted to let you guys know that and on the 100th episode i'm going to be doing something a little bit different now it's it's almost become sort of customary to um do something different on like when you hit these milestones so i'll do something interesting and uh you know just just you, you'll have to wait for like five episodes more to find out what i'm going to do uh, but i have something in mind so do stay tuned for that and as always make sure you're listening on 1.5x or 2x speed whatever you're comfortable with even if you like listening to me slowly speak uh that that's fine too whatever floats your boat but yeah let's get right into this episode now okay so the day saw slightly better volumes than what we saw uh you know yesterday and on the daily chart of uh, I'm looking at Nifty here because you know that is the broad market index that I'm going to look at. So Nifty overall uh, lower volumes compared to yesterday, closer to what we saw on 27th October, uh, but not so bad overall. Uh, as we'll talk about in the indices section, my watch list performed mixed. I believe uh, I'd said Ashok Leyland, Wipro, and McDowell um, N, so United Spirits. I think uh, the first two did not perform and uh, McDowell performed reasonably well like 1.5 or 2% up which is fine. So I'm I'm you know that was more of a view over the course of this entire week so I'll keep on updating you guys how that goes. And uh, overall the day was pretty standard what we're seeing these past two weeks. Uh, a lot of the, a lot of the stocks that uh, you know we talk about were not really performing well. Uh, we'll come to more of that in the stocks in my trade segment but yeah very standard week as i've said um you know and this is something a conversation that i was having with a friend that uh, you know we're we're going to see low volumes for at least a few days now so right from like 23rd 24th we saw low volumes that's probably going to continue uh, till next week because people might take off on long weekend and till the big players are back in the game I'm not really sure if we should uh you know really give a lot of attention or weightage to some of the moves that we're seeing because this is probably just the retail uh, players you know moving so I would personally wait for everyone to come in and see how it goes and as a result we're seeing low mo- uh, low volumes which is sort of why the markets have been weird so you know that that's just a conversation I was having with a friend of mine so it's it's very interesting because I I mentioned something very similar uh in yesterday's episode so uh, check that out if you haven't already it's very similar to what we just spoke about so yeah that's about it as far as the overall day is concerned let's move to the currency markets now 
Um, so the forex markets, I honestly have no clue how they work, and that's because if you listen listen to yesterday's episode, you know that the market was very choppy yesterday, and uh, you know as a result, I today I was like, hey, you know, might as well take a little break from uh, currency till the markets are back, so back to normalcy. So I've decided to take a little bit of a break. So since I did not observe them, you know, live. There really isn't any point just narrate what happened by looking at the chart because that really will not capture the essence of uh, the market. So I'll skip that uh, again. Very sorry for that, but you know I just do not want to talk about something that I did not personally experience because that is not what this you know is for. So probably FX going to be back either you know later this week or next week. So I'll let you guys know when I actually start monitoring it. Uh, properly you know if the moves are happening normally tomorrow like you know if the, if the market seems all right tomorrow then i'll probably just get back into action tomorrow but it's probably unlikely let's be honest a lot of the you know retail player a lot of the retail and the institutional players are going to be uh, probably sloshed tonight and as a result they might not be awake tomorrow by market open so no clue about how that that'll go but let's see how it goes so no <laughs> fx not today possibly in the coming few episodes and yeah let's move to indices now so nifty closed at 12168 it's down 87 points and with just 11 gainers and 39 losers it's very apparent why we saw that fall now most of the top gainers again are very unusual companies we're seeing coal india and tpc gale grasm and my favorite tata motors whereas the losers are more of the common stocks like you know tech mahindra reliance saisha motors and such so you know overall very negative day as far as that is concerned because it is those important stocks which were not holding and i'll, I'll actually touch more on this in the my trade section because it is relevant in that uh you know my method my methodology method or my methodology sorry for messing that up my methodology on how i took the trade that i took so i'll keep that for later uh bank nifty closed at 32161 it's down 193 points and it had just three gainers and nine losers so really not a good day for bank nifty either and uh very standard now again as i said the volumes are still very low so i would not you know just say that hey the markets are going down and this terrible stuff is happening get out of the market or something there's no need for panic this is you know very normal stuff um and it keeps on happening so low volumes that's fine now on the daily chart it looks like it is sort of crawling along that 13 moving average and it is also sort of consolidated for a bit now if you look at the daily chart you'll see that this is quite possibly the longest consolidation that we've seen on nifty and bank nifty because it it climbed sort of sharply initially but then it slowed down and after that retracement and then that climb up it, it's been very gradual so it it almost looks like a consolidation when we shift to a weekly chart again this is valid for both the indices nifty and bank nifty so when we do shift to the weekly chart it shows that some amount of uh, consolidation and some amount of sideways movement is expected at this level so you know it's probably just going to retest those upper and lower levels it's not necessarily going to retest the lower ones so we should be prepared for that and you know 
if you are thinking that hey tomorrow it tomorrow it does well tomorrow let's say the markets are plus 100 nifty and plus 350 plus 400 bank nifty that does not mean on its own that uh, you know the coming few days are going to be great because it's it's just testing those higher levels and it might just test the lower levels next so do keep that in mind so we're probably just going to see a sideways ish market uh, the coming few days or weeks is what i believe now what else is there? yeah i want i had to talk about this story and the reason why i want to talk about the story is because i feel it is kind of relevant because we talk a lot about the past data and we talk a lot about uh you know the previous trends and such and i actually came across this uh, on twitter so and it's it's you know it was tweeted by a very famous guy in the investing and stock stock market scene so you probably have seen it if you are even the least bit active on twitter but the story was like there's this uh, there's this pms guy who said that uh, you know mid cap stocks have this habit of performing not performing performing not performing so it goes like alternate years and since in 2017 and 2016 they did not perform very well uh not 27 2017 and 18 they did not perform very well the guy said that 2019 is going to be the mid cap year we know that it you know mid caps did not perform very well so the sort of model of the story was that you know all this past data is just past data it is it really isn't indicative of uh, how the markets might move now we can draw some trends so if we see if we look at the charts overall we can understand roughly what the trend how the trend goes but that does not mean that it has to stick to those trends now this year has been sort of a bit of a challenge economically speaking also so that might be one of the reasons why the mid caps lagged behind so you know they did not see like hey you know last year we did not perform this is the year to perform let's just perform you know that a lot more factors go into it so when i'm talking about these past trends take them with a uh, take them with a grain of salt it really depends it's just because something has happened in the past does not mean that it will happen in the future all we can do is um, look at the charts understand the trends understand where the market is understand where the global scenario is and and then where the underlying stocks are and then sort of base our analysis on that and that is what you know i aim and hope to do so i just want to get that very clear that hey just because something has happened in the past does not mean that it will happen in the future or it will happen tomorrow or something do not be under that impression if it happens then great if it does not happen then it really isn't obligated to do so so keep that in mind and let's move to the stocks now all right so the very first trade that i took and this is the only trade that i took for the day is 12300 put for nifty and i mentioned that i'll you know go more in depth about the underlying stocks of nifty and such uh you know when i actually come to the trades and this is what i was talking about so when i opened the markets i was looking at the nifty chart and it looked all right it gave me a it gave me a sell signal so i was like okay uh, let's see what the puts are like and you know the, the put was looking good so i i waited for a bit and i entered into it it was a reasonable rr trade <clears throat> so i entered into it and it was showing me you know in the green uh, pretty much right off the bat so so i decided to wait for a bit and when i got to about 
probably 10% ROI or something. Uh, you know, I, I was wondering whether I should exit or whether I should hold. And uh, keep in mind that in these sideways markets, and this is, this was actually a lesson for the day earlier, uh, it's, be it's best to just take your money and move out if you are really not confident. Now, I, I played the opposite game. So I decided that, hey, I'm going to wait because I really felt that, this, that the option price might go to like 120 or so. So... <clears throat> Instead of just exiting, um, I quickly checked what nifty underlying stocks were looking like. Generally, HDFC Bank, Reliance, all of those are the movers from for nifty. So if they are, you know, going down, then nifty is not going to sustain, probably. So I decided to, you know, just take a look at that. And uh, what do you know? HDFC Bank was down. Uh, so, so were the global markets and so was nifty. So I decided that, hey, you know, I'm going to take a bit of a risk. Instead of guaranteeing my profits, I'm going to keep a stop loss at uh, my cost. And this was a hard stop. This was not a mental stop. And then I continued to trail. So ultimately, I exited it at like a 20% ROI or something. This was a hard stop. I was actually driving, so I could not monitor it well. Otherwise, I could have possibly caught a better move. So it, it did end up going to like 118 or something. The option price, which is actually quite wild. But, you know, I'm very satisfied with this because, and this is actually one of the lessons for the day. It's probably the only lesson for the day. Uh, but that's because, you know, I, I was just able to exit in time, guarantee my profits and move out. And because, you know, I, I, I got pretty much a bonus from a 10 or so percent ROI to a 20 or so percent ROI. So that's clearly a good thing. And yeah, that was the only trade for the day. Now, I had taken emphasis uh, M P H A S I S yesterday, and at the start it looked pretty weak, uh, but over the course of the day it, it did it did sort of stabilize, so that's a good thing. It's like eight rupees in the green right now. Uh, the big players today, uh, not a good day for them. Whether you talk about Aisha Motors, LNT, Maruti, Reliance, Tata Steel, or DCS, all of them were down. So <laughs> clearly not a good day. I actually mentioned certain stocks uh, on my whiteboard which look like you know profit booking might be happening soon uh, some of them were down some of them were up so very interesting very mixed as far as that is concerned and now there is another sort of story uh, continuing from the conversation that i spoke about in the day's view this friend was telling me that you know why don't you short options what's your take on that so i just wanted to sort of delve deeper into that a bit again not too long because i really don't want to drag this episode too much uh, but my take on shorting options it's, it's all right i do not you know i'm not against it it's just that it is extremely expensive and uh, you know it's just that is not the kind of margin uh, that i would like to sort of halt in shorting options when i could just you know long them and there is a i feel there is a bit of a risk uh, when you long an option and you carry it forward now if you don't carry it forward there is a chance if your timing is correct if your view is right you you there really isn't a lot of risk from what i've seen it you know it can work both ways but when you do hold on when we when you carry forward options there is a bit of a risk but that is not what i do generally if i do uh, carry forward options then i'm completely prepared to lose the entire money entire sum that i've deposited so you know that is that's that's something you have to understand and in general i th this this entire sort of concept of shorting options 
has become way too popular and a lot of people are doing it. I'm not saying it's it's you know not uh, good. I'm just saying that just because everyone is shorting options it does not mean that you have to short options and it does not mean that longing options is gambling because if your view is very strong, which was the case today for me, uh, you know, you I could have either shorted a call or I could have went long a put. Now, going long one lot of uh, a put would have cost me like 6,000. Shorting one call would have cost me at least 10 times that if I'm familiar with zero hours uh, margin calculator. So, you know, <laughs> I mean, that that really completely changes the game entirely. I mean, we're talking about a... 20% ROI compared to like a 2% ROI. So it's, 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 for me, it's a no brainer, at least at the stage where I am. And yeah, it's a, it's probably a bit of a higher risk. And uh, if you carry it forward, it's probably not the best idea. But overall, it, I really do not feel that it's as bad as people claim it is. So you, you just have to be very smart with it. You have to be very sure about your view. And you have to have a tight stop loss. You have to monitor your positions if you can do that then I really don't think that uh, longing options is an issue. Of course, this means that you have to have some sort of experience. Uh, just because, you know, you see your position in the red, you should not be panicking. Because if you do that, you are gone. So it does require a lot of experience. Uh, you know, fortunately, I was able to sort of cut short that learning curve by a lot thanks to my father. But uh, if you're just getting started, do not even try. Do not even experiment with longing options or shorting options. You know, both of them are probably not suited for you. Just stick to equity and cash. But if you're, you know, if you have experience and you've always wondered that, hey, what about shorting options? What about longing options? You should give that a shot. I mean, I'm I'm definitely going to give shorting options a shot. It's not like I'm completely against it. Uh, but, it but I feel it's very important to understand the other side to that story. So... Yeah, that's my take on it. And I just want to, you know, talk about this real quick. So I thought I'd include it here. And yeah. All right. So my lesson for the day is trail and enjoy is what I've written in my notes. And what I mean by this is uh, I had to go somewhere. So I was driving and, uh, you know, my position was on. So I decided that I'll trail it uh, at a reasonable, you know, at a reasonable gap. So I was trailing it and I was able to catch like at least seven more points uh, before I was kicked out. After I was kicked out, the prices dropped by around 20 odd rupees. And, you know, after that, they jumped up. But that that is, you know, something else. But the point is that when you are trailing your uh, positions, when you have a trailing stop loss and it's in the green, it just takes off a lot of stress and a lot of, uh, you know, tension from your head so you don't you, you don't really need to think constantly that hey well how's my position doing if it's doing good it'll continue doing good if it's not doing good uh you know it's you've already exited it at a hopefully a profit so make sure you are using trailing stop losses now there is another school of thought and it sort of goes in hand with this is that even when you're constantly monitoring a stock <clears throat> It's always better to be kicked out of the market rather than move out of the market. So what I mean by that is instead of saying that, hey, you know, this is a reasonable profit, I'll exit. You say that, okay, I'll move my trailing stop loss a bit higher. Then if it does move high, you, you again increase your TSL. And if it if the price does go down, then it your TSL order gets hit. 
and you know you get that profit so essentially the market is kicking you out in that case instead of you saying that all right you know i'm going to call it a day so that is you know that is another school of thought that i feel is very interesting and uh, one that i do at least partially follow so i just thought i'd mention that here as a lesson for the day because you know the sort of difference that was there between me having an open position without a tsl and me having an open position with a tsl is night and day so make sure that if not if you've already not done that then you at least try it out so yeah that's it for this episode all right i hope you found this helpful and informative 100th episode of indian markets with kyar it's crazy right i i still can't believe it i still remember the very first day i started it and uh, you know it's 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 wild so if you're wondering on starting uh, a twitter account or if you're wondering on starting a blog just do it that that's literally the only uh, sort of advice that i can give and uh, yeah it's it's the new year that that's literally the best time to start because you can see that hey first january i started and look where i am on 31st december so one year is all little take to really notice a proper change and uh, you have to give it time and yeah that's it for this episode happy trading tomorrow i'm going to be partying with the markets tonight with my charts and uh, yeah i hope i hope you're trading tomorrow i hope you are not going to uh, you know call it uh, you know a holiday just because it's a new year because if the markets would have given us a holiday then that would have been a good thing but they have not so um, you know the markets have spoken and we must respect their decision as a result happy trading tomorrow mm-hmm.